Welcome back to the soon-to-be rebranded Return the Picks podcast, because that's kind of all we did today, was just start rebranding everything in the NFL and around uh, these audio pods. Myself, Ollie Wilson, Jazz Gillum, and Dave Bluck talking all things American football this week. Uh, we got sidetracked aplenty. Um, we, I don't know if you've still got the southern accent in your voice at the moment, Dave, but we've just gone on a nice little I tangent. surely do. Good, good. Excellent. That gives a nice little hint of what's to come, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, plenty to talk about, Jazz. Bit of Green Bay. Bit of Green Bay. Bit of OBJ. Dr. Bit of Greenville. Greenville, South Carolina. There was not only Dr. Jazz for the record. Laying down his uh, medical advisors for uh, advice for uh, Aaron Rodgers. Also, none of that either, but yeah. whatever. Tell, basically told him about the ivermectin, didn't you, Jess? Dr. Pretty Jess. much, yeah. Yeah. Did. Um, DM'd yeah, we... him. He was like, thanks, mate. Did me a favor. You're always sliding in the guy's DMs. Oh, you? you know I am. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Just wish it was you, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. Well, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Longing look between us is the weird bit. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, <laughs> don't really want to do this podcast anymore. Uh, Dave, won't, <laughs> Dave won't be back anyway. We've banished him after. Uh, yeah, this is my last... Um, this Rough. is my last podcast. It's been a pleasure. Um, and also a chore, let's face it. So, um, yeah, you it, know. Has, it has for us too. Don't worry. Good Good luck to you. <laughs> it's the first time that we've had all three of us actually in a while. I mean, we had them last week with Brandon. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Brandon took long. the edge off you guys for me. I think that's what it was. <laughs> Just... Yeah, well, yeah. And I did my best to torpedo that lovely interview. So, yeah, uh, yeah you did. <laughs> Yeah. Fun though. Get my shit together Fun. for the next one. Look, we're talking bets, we're talking rebranding NFL teams, and we're talking Rogers uh, and other things, OBJ and everything else going on. Enjoy the podcast. Over the middle, picked off! Season fired, intercepted! Blitz coming. Pass is picked off! He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore, down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. The Falcons beating the Saints. And Was that a big shot? Giants beating the Raiders, maybe not as much of a shot. Falcon the Broncos, Falcons Saints was a coin flip, bro. We pretty much all picked the Falcons to... Yeah, will beat the spread because then the Jags and the um, what's his face would do. Brandon it. Copeland said last week on this podcast the Falcons were going to win, so we knew they were going to win. He promised me a win. He, he gave delivered. us a win. Delivered. Do you yeah. think this is a thing of we should have Brandon on every single week talking about the game coming up? And they might what, win. So the Falcons seconds. go to the Super Bowl. So they might actually, <laughs> you know, get a winning run going together now. Let it ride. I tell you what, though, Matty Ryan. Offensive player of the week for the NFC and thoroughly deserved it. It was quality, absolutely quality. Especially he's throwing to not many weapons as well, yeah. considering what he's got. Although Cordell Patterson is just looking like a pro bowler at like three different positions. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah, his face? Olimide Zacchaeus looked like he's had some decent uh, decent catches as well. Yeah, he, uh, he, he, he had two touchdowns. Yeah. And kind of started, they targeted him, what, four or five times? Not Wembley, at the Tottenham game. And mm-hmm. it was like, okay, so Zacchaeus is going to be the actual wide out that steps up along with, obviously, Pitts out of the tight end position. Yeah. Well, you, well, that could segue you into talking about OBJ because I would say the Falcons would be a a prime candidate to look he at wants to go if, they, to a if they had any money. But, oh, yeah, that's not good. That's though. an issue there. <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> He's probably told, because if you look at the waiver order, obviously Lions are at the top, but they could happily do with a wide receiver to give them a bit of help on oh. the outside. No, I'm sure that his agent said to them, if you pick him up, he's not playing for you. Your choice. You either pay him all his contract and he doesn't play at all, or you leave him alone, let him clear waivers. He's probably had that conversation with a plenty of teams. Do you think this is damning for OBJ, though, in general? Because, like, the whole, Ooh. you know, proposing to the field goal net and all the kind of messy things. Like, we, we, mm. we remember the catch against Dallas and... The fact that he was an incredible athlete in, in New York and, and he did have a, I don't want to say a good rapport with Eli. Eli was, would throw it in a 10-yard vicinity <laughs> of him and he would make the impossible possible and make some great catches. And we remember that loads. 
But there were a lot of moments in New York where you were like, this guy's kind of coming off as just a really selfish prima donna, stroppy ass. Yeah. And yeah, but it, it's okay when you do that stuff when you deliver 1500 yard seasons. But when you get 500 yard seasons or you get injured all the time, then you can't do Or when you've just got no relationship stuff. with your quarterback. I mean, him I and Baker are not on the same page at all. It was the conversation about how it, it's a timing offense in Cleveland that I think it was the GM from Cleveland came out and said and how basically Baker doesn't trust OBJ to be in the right places to make the catches because it is an offense based on timing, whereas quite clearly OBJ's offense in New York wasn't based on timing. It was based it was on the matchup. Just, yeah. just, just get it out to him. So OBJ then probably can't work. He has to be in a more fluid style of offense rather than in a timing-based offense. But did you buy that as much? I mean, surely if you're a great receiver, you should be able to get on the same page as your quarterback. And, and should, if you are should, a receiver yeah. like OBJ, you should, you should be able to fit your game to the offense that you're playing in. It's weird how bad it's been, for sure. It's been disastrous. So There's been a complete lack of surprising. chemistry there, for sure. I mean, I'd, obviously, we know that Dave rates Mayfield as the best QB in the league, but it's... Um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, he's, I'm just saying <laughs> he's like an average or slightly above average. I want Matt Stafford to fail. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, he hates that one, which he loved that, that game this week. We saw that happen. But anyway, with uh, Baker Mayfield, yeah. I'm not a big fan of his anyway. So... I think you can look towards that as possibly being one of the reasons why OBJ hasn't meshed. Maybe from a personality point, they haven't really kind of meshed properly either. The trouble you have in just blaming it at Mayfield and putting it at his feet, of course, is that Landry gets tons of receptions and tons of yards. So is Njoku. So is the one to Donovan Peoples' cousin. Uh, what's Peoples Jones. Jones. Yeah. That's it, Peoples Jones. Mm -hmm. That big touchdown would be what OBJ would have done. That's what you expected him to do to the offense. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some people saying there's reports coming out that in the locker room, he's not very friendly he's very much i'm gonna do my stuff i'm gonna walk out doesn't make eye contact with everyone either so you then start to think is he a bit like a to but without being able to play with anyone and make loads of yards and that's a problem if you obj because you're still 29 so a lot of years to try and get some production out of yourself but he's only got i mean he might get a one-year contract for the end of this year and they might hopefully get a big replacement mm, so now we yeah. find out if he's motivated by money by having that need to play really well for the next kind of eight, nine weeks in the playoffs if he makes it to try and secure a big deal and bump a payday for his, maybe not his last one of his career, but one of the last ones he'll get, which will be at the top kind of tier. If you're well, a bad I, attitude in a locker room, that gets around was, quickly though. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say, Ollie. What top team that is a contender is going to be like, oh, let's go out of our way to go and bring in this quarterback, this wide receiver who hasn't delivered in the last two years who gets injured all the time and who's got a bad attitude like that's the kind of thing that will derail a contender pretty quick and if they're a contender in the first place then maybe they don't need a wide receiver who's washed up anyway like mm. i don't know who thinks washed up okay well i don't know if he's going to get the kind of offers that he thinks he's going to get if he's washed way. up how about you trade him for me for like a really crappy player in fantasy let's do that <laughs> If things washed up, why are you keeping a hold of him? Yeah. What are you keeping a weird him for? Turn. Facts. What are you keeping him for, Dave? I'll stash him away. Mm. We can talk, though, if you want. We can talk. We'll talk later. Um, right. i tell you where would be just kind of scanning the NFL teams at the moment and who could potentially actually probably use bringing him in. Kansas City Chiefs. Been talking about how they miss Sammy Watkins. I know OBJ is a very different style of receiver to Sammy Watkins, but that Kansas City offense is based around well less timing and more fluidity. Yeah. Reading and reacting to Mahomes is probably something that OBJ could do, and it does give you another weapon where in a similar position where you lost a weapon. He's got the speed and he's got the hands to go and be a deep threat, a mid threat. And not interfere with Miko, uh, not Miko, with uh, Tyreek Hill or with Travis Kelsey's catches as well. If Kansas have got the money somewhere, at the position they're in at the moment, they're not out of the playoffs, but they're in a very competitive AFC West. Mm -hmm. You bring in somebody like OBJ right now, that could massively suddenly tip the scales back in your favor if it works. 
Because what they've used so far, nine games in, hasn't really worked yet. This isn't the Kansas City Chiefs that we've seen over the last two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that that would be the most interesting place I could see him landing of the teams that you think... Like he's not going to go in the AFC. He's not going to go to the Jets or Miami if he wants to win this year. It depends mm-hmm. what he wants to kind of do. But if he wants to be in the playoffs this year, he's not going there. Obviously, he's not going to go to Cleveland. He's not going to Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Not probably not Cincinnati. I'd imagine so. That's the AFC North out. He's not going to be a Jag. Maybe, maybe could go to the Colts. I suppose that'd be an interesting place for him to go. Yes, yeah. they could do with more receiver help. Not going to go to Houston. That'd be an awful decision to go. The, the other one's the Raiders that everybody's pointed out, of course, after what's happened uh, in Las Vegas. What about the Patriots? Sorry. We didn't, did you say the Patriots? Why no, wouldn't no. he go to the Patriots? I suppose he could go to the Patriots. Patriots but... is the big one, apparently. But well, like that... Belichick's obviously going to be able to get a handle on him like he has with basically Randy Moss. Well, yeah. he will last like five minutes like um, Antonio Brown if he doesn't. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it is worth the risk bringing him in for a team. Like, I'd be fine if he... I know he probably wouldn't look at the Falcons, but I'd be fine bringing him in if they could afford it um, because I think it's worth the risk. Mm. And you can just you can just cut him at the end of the year. So, like, it's yeah. worth bringing him the... in. Just don't play him. If he's, like, if he if he's bad, then just don't play him. But, it, Report... you know, if he, if he captures some of that form that he had at the Giants, then it's worth it, isn't it? He could take you far. So two things I just want to add to that. One... There are four interested teams, apparently, with OBJ, in which he's looking at possibly going to the Packers, which apparently is his number one choice, Ugh. the Seahawks, the Saints, or the Patriots. Seahawks, surely not. That they don't is. need another top wide receiver. Not really. But that's the three that, that's a four, apparently, on that. Now, going back to the Kansas City bit um, and OBJ, that's what they tried to do with Josh Gordon, what you're saying there, Dave, about trying to bring him back and trying to recreate some form and see what he can do. Yeah, Josh Gordon was taking the Chiefs to do that exact role, and it turns out he's got nothing left. Now, I don't think OBJ is in the same ballpark Very as Josh different. Gordon. Yeah, Very completely. Different. Yeah, but Josh just, Gordon again, hasn't delivered in you know five years plus. So it's just whether or not yeah, yeah, he's obviously been suspended for about four and a half of those as well. <laughs> um, the thing you have with that is whether or not you can get anything out of him that will kind of mesh him with that offense. And given that Kansas City seemed to be turning the ball over like it's not, they don't really care anymore. <laughs> yeah. It makes you wonder about if you put someone like him in that team when there's so many mouths to feed, he'll just get stroppy and make it worse for everyone. That'd yeah. be my worry for Kansas City. The, yeah. Any team that has him, though, coming in gets at least a few weeks of. Oh, I'm just here to be part of the team, OBJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before so you it goes do downhill. get a little bit of breathing time before he starts. Because you know, like he was. Oh, Baker Mayfield's my best friend when he turned up in Cleveland, wasn't he? Like, oh, Baker looks like one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe I was dealing with that Eli guy over there. Like, oh, <laughs> oh what, a, what a guy! I mean, it's just <coughs> like, he knows how to play that game, that side of of pro sport and American football. So you will get a bit of breathing time. So maybe they can find a way to get the system up and running inside that time so everybody's getting fed like it has been over the last few years. Now, they might not. So, you know, we'll we'll see. But Jury's out, wait and see. But I'd, I'd like him to go to a contender. I'd, or I'd always like to see any player have a chance to get away from the Browns, do better, especially if he gets a better quarterback thrown to him like an Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's your bias coming into it of just being a Steelers fan. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I I make no qualms about that. I, I don't, don't apologise for it. I don't feel the league has missed OBJ, though, over the last few years. With his kind of... not It's not a fall from grace, but he's not... You know, in New yeah. York at times, I mean, I'd, like, he I'd is rather the see... best receiver in the league. Yeah, I'd rather see Devontae Adams or Cooper Cup as the number one receiver in the league. Yeah, oh, like they model, are. model professionals. Hopkins, I just mean, like, yeah. decent Hopkins people. And, yeah. I'd, I'd take Tariq Kill out of that top bracket now. I think it really is Adams and Cup. Right, especially if you're talking model Hopkins. professionals and all that kind of stuff that Dave was adding on as a caveat there. I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's not go there again, Ollie. Yeah, that's true. Those, those tapes never saw the light of day. Yeah. But, um, don't, worry about, don't worry about that little guy. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of tapes that won't see the light of day if we carry on talking about any of uh, these off-field incidents that continue <laughs> to, to pile up around the NFL. Like I mean, the this is what we were talking about with Gruden, though. Like, just wait seven days. You'll be fine. Wait seven days. There's always another Yeah, I mean, think story. of Urban Meyer. Who's talking about Urban Meyer now? No, not after he gets a, a 9-6 a win. 
Good yeah. job, Trevor Lawrence. You really re- led us to those <laughs> three field goals. Cheers, well, I mean, that was that was Josh Allen, though, wasn't it? It was Josh yeah. Allen dominating Josh Allen. That was the big one. That got a weekend. bit boring after five minutes. I did get really boring. <laughs> but at the same time, it is kind of cool that you had him, Josh Allen, picking off, sacking, and recovering a fumble all from Josh Allen. Yeah. I think it was mainly because um, of the Cooper to Cooper Dallas thing the previous week and NFL was like it's the first time a player with the first name it with has thrown a touchdown to the player with the same name but it's their last uh, name and it was like oh much, I don't know I think because you have the exact same name and they also picked the exact same pick in the in subsequent drafts but I'd already had a name thing the previous week and then we go and have the new one this week <laughs> oh too much name stuff for Ollie well Jesus. it's like um it's like NFL score bingo that's been played this season and popping up on Twitter more often than not like when a unique score hits the NFL there's a twitter account that's putting up like oh look this is the 1675th different score that we've seen in the nfl a 45 to 2 victory and stuff like that scorigami that's yeah, it. yeah see, scorigami. i'm like yeah okay like i don't go on twitter so i'm my life difficult. isn't uh isn't altered by this at all yeah yeah that's my that bad. would really annoy me it's seeing stuff like that bad. all the time i don't all care right. chiefs falcons patriots He's why not going to Falcons. Why do you keep any other good Falcons? options? Why do you keep saying it's Falcons? Really weird. You keep. He wants that. to go okay, to okay, a contender. Guys. Okay, guys. Falcons. <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> Falcons. 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 Dylan. 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 Because I spit hot fire. <laughs> so I think yes, Packers or Patriots. I think it's where he's going to go. Because I spit hot fire. You trying oh. to this hot fire? <laughs> You'd had that waiting. Lurking. Is that the Island Boys? No, that's Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Oh, okay. Yeah. I Sorry. don't know if you can play Dave Chappelle uh, clips these days, Ollie. Not. She Most is gonna fun. fuck him up. <laughs> I guess you can. <laughs> well, well, well. Um. So yeah, I think I think Kansas would be a fun place for him to go. I think the Raiders would make sense just as a replacement. He's he's very much a splashy Raiders. They just signed Deshaun Jackson though. Yeah, I know, which that's ridiculous. Like Why? Because he's not Deshaun Jackson. No, they're trying to replace the speedster, aren't they? Yeah, and he's still fast, but I think we've seen with his return to Philly and then what he did this year at the Rams, which was nothing. Nothing. Jackson isn't Deshaun Jackson. And you know what, I I I absolutely loved him when he was at the Eagles in the early years. I thought he was he was great. He was a wonderful player to watch. Yeah, Savage that, that, speed. that skill positions of having McCoy in the backfield and Jackson and uh, Macklin. Macklin. Yeah. And and, uh, and Selleck at tight end and then Zach Ertz and Vic throwing to them. It's a good team, that. That was really fun to watch. Yeah, those were the days. <laughs> if only, although, so Deshaun Probably Jackson, Chip Kelly hadn't been hired, there may have been more of it. Yeah. Cheers. You're welcome. <laughs> I did see Deshaun Jackson get his uh, get his first NFL touchdown though, because he had that one that he dropped on the one yard line, celebrating against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. That would have been his first NFL touchdown. And then the following week, he, um, I was at Soldier Field, uh, seeing the Eagles lose to the Bears, but he got his first touchdown in that. I was like, that's oh, pretty sick. That's cool. That's really cool. cool. Cheers for being a dick the previous week. The short. Let's see a little bit of history there for you. Um, yeah. So. Uh, the Colts, I think, is the other one, by the way, that would be quite fun. Well, I'm not. I don't know how he and Carson Wentz would necessarily. I can't mesh. see that working yeah. one little bit. Not one little bit. And I think that given Frank Reich and Carson Wentz get along, I believe they're both quite religious too. Not saying that OBJ isn't and couldn't fit into it. I just wonder whether or not their attitude towards how a team should behave would fit in with him and how his style is, shall we say. Well, they don't seem to be struggling that much to put up points either. So it's more, you know, their problem's no, more like turnovers are. and situational football and stuff, isn't it? So do they need another wide receiver? No, but I think as well, because there's a fairly run-heavy uh, bias at the moment in terms of if you're a defense wow. taking on the Colts, you're worried more about their run game. Jonathan or, Taylor should be because Taylor running backs out of the backfield monster. on the swing routes and screen passes. So if you have then yeah. OBJ, that's a threat to stretch the field a bit more and and give yourself a few more weapons going deep. Um, and I, I, that can only be beneficial a to the run game and, and b to Carson Wentz if he can be accurate with his passing, which mm-hmm. still seems to be 
problematic along with his decision making this year which shows that Carson Wentz is still Carson Wentz which I wasn't too worried about <laughs> uh, I mean putting 45 on the Jets last week that was a game actually I thought that the Jets if White doesn't get injured I think, they I think the Jets might have stolen that. that yeah yeah a lot longer than that is, is he going to come back are we, are we going to get to see more of him Hopefully before he before what's his face comes back, Wilson comes back. My worry will be if Wilson comes back first, Don't. White will be back to be the backup and it'll be a flash in the pan and we may never see him again. Oh. Mm. Like Zach Mettenberger when he had that really nice primetime game as a Titans QB and led them to a pretty tasty victory. I can't remember who it was against now. And I remember chatting with our mate Prince and being like, Mettenberger did really well. Just came in, ran the game effectively. <sighs> they, they used him neatly, didn't ask too much, did exactly what was needed. Like pretty solid work like for a backup coming in and then never saw him again just disappeared into the background um anybody in the nfc that obj would go to i don't think he's going anywhere in the Falcons. nfc east you know who could probably do the receiver the new york giants <laughs> imagine if he goes back and he gets back and he's like look we've got eli manning again we've called him daniel jones but it's <laughs> it's kind of the same thing it's a pretty average guy quarterback he's more mobile this time so you can watch him run if you want like that'd be nice for you obj he's tricky for pretty good over the last couple of weeks but they're hardly a contender are they and he's not no i'm just back, taking, i'm just taking the piss if you go into nfc teams <clears throat> you go into either the packers the rams the cardinals the bucks It'd be fun if the Rams just kept going all in. <laughs> just buying they him. couldn't pay him. They'll never have enough money to pay him as well. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, or he takes a massive pay cut. It's just like, Tom, Tom, get me in Tampa somehow. Get me, <laughs> get me on the bucket. <laughs> I'm sure. Browns are enough for one team rather than having two of them. Brady yeah. just pays him in like game balls when he breaks like X <laughs> amount of uh, Drew Brees' uh, yeah. records. Um, Green Bay was the other one you mentioned, Jazz, that was kind of being looked Jordan out. Love is terrible. I was thinking was... about the OBJ thing, but I guess we're it, moving on to... It, yeah, Sorry, we should move okay. on now. Yeah, Let's move so on. again, the Packers could do another wide out opposite Adams. It's of a higher standard than Adam Lazar. But you guarantee COVID if you go to Green Bay, aren't you? Isn't that... Not really. And there's all like witch doctors running around. It's all herbal remedies <laughs> in the med room. It's probably gone to stuff. Northern California. Dr. Joe Rogan. Loads of people the... lying about that place as well. They're just flat out liars. Untrustworthy as a franchise now, that place. You know who I miss? So they had a are we good, talking about the Aaron Rodgers stuff? Are we going to go there? Down, down to earth, Wrangler jean wearing, riding a tractor sort of guy like Brett Favre. Your true American gunslinger. Not these no vaccine, anti-vax storm the capital i'm gonna use herbal remedies to fight covid liars <laughs> what's more gunslinger than not taking uh, the vaccine though ollie don't give a fuck i guarantee brett Favre bet hasn't been vaccinated oh he definitely wouldn't have been vaccinated he's not vaccinated at all i don't think anything's taken him down i don't think we should really Still give a, 50. a shit about aaron Rodgers and his vaccination status to be quite frank no but i think we give a damn about him lying about it I think the frustrating thing. Yeah, for I mean, people... he didn't. Again, it's semantics, isn't it? He didn't say exactly. he's been vaccinated. He's... He didn't yeah, say it. Jazz. I like that he apologized for the misleading, but that's all he did wrong. That's the only thing he did wrong. But that's pretty big when you're the face of a franchise and stuff. You know, and the Aaron, answer he should have given Aaron at the Rogers time was. His brand is based on, I'm Aaron Rodgers and I'm the face of this franchise and blah, blah, blah. So when he says, I've been immunized and everybody quite fairly goes oh right yeah he's got the vaccine because he was asked about the vaccine and he was like yeah i'm in immunized so everybody then is like oh yeah yeah so he's vaccinated he then could have come out and been like look to avoid any problems further down the line i just want to i haven't had a vaccine but i am immunized from all the wish now he doesn't have to do that we shouldn't be expecting our pro athletes to actually give us that sort well, of information and all that kind of stuff but was it's my it's my personal medical information. I'm only willing to share that publicly because of the the witch hunt that's going on for people but, who are vaccinated you know, or not. But you know that everybody would just be like, oh, he's not vaccinated. That's But that's fine. You say, I don't wish to talk about it. That's it. Yeah, mm. I know. But, but that's, that's what, I mean, what everybody that's what will say. Done at the beginning. I agree yeah. with you. Right. I don't think anybody should have to disclose their medical... like Completely. Yeah. I mean, for, fair and injury report on the weekend, fine. But for your own <laughs> personal stuff, who cares? Why does everyone care? It's, Let him be him. Let him do him. It's, it's just, again the misleading the public. Yeah, it's the misleading. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That. 
It's his. It's well, he's he still, he's misled. It's misled people to say that he's been vaccinated. He's not misled the public or anything else. No, but well, he, he also... his brand Rogers benefits from the positions that he puts himself in the media and how he reacts in the media. So he has he has probably benefited off this situation somehow, and so people then feel frustrated that because they feel they've been misled yeah. by what he said. That's I also a, feel like when he when he went on Pat McAvee and said that he was being cancelled by like the woke mob. He looked like a complete idiot. That was really dumb, but he was, I think he was being quite tongue in cheek because they were all kind of laughing about it. Like he had a bit of a wry smile on his face when he was saying that. The trouble is he's got to know that if people aren't tuned into the Pat McAfee show or not watching it, the news like Twitter headlines are going to be Rogers says this line. It's like the Bill Burr joke about context where it's like no means no, but it sometimes means no if the girl's been like, oh no, stop it, keep going, stop it. And then it's read out in court. It's like, no, stop it, please don't. No, you've got to stop. It's like you take it out of context and you just read it with a completely blank edge and suddenly it sounds twice as bad as if you're doing what Rogers did, which was making yeah, that's not what, that's... a joke and be okay. That's not say... how I took it, though. I think he was being serious about that. No, he, he wasn't being serious, but he did say as well that uh, the left will try and cancel me, the right will be champion this. To be honest with you, I don't give a shit about either one of them. Yeah. He was yes. quite blunt with it. And I, I quite liked how blunt he was. That. You could tell he didn't really give a shit about what people thought. I liked that he had a really well-prepared statement that was lengthy. When I started watching the clip of that, I was like, oh, it's just 45 minutes. Oh, I watched 10 minutes. He'll stop talking and ask Ooh. questions. <laughs> oh, no, he's still talking. And Pat's like, oh, can I ask a question? No, 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 Pat, hold on. I'm almost done. Yeah. And then got there in the end. It's because I, like I think it's thing, though, that he has that platform because if he didn't have that platform, no one would hear his point of view, his side of the story or anything at all. And that's quite a safe place for him to have that conversation because you know McAfee and Hawk aren't going to say to them X, Y, and Z that's going to be insulting or any yeah, way yeah. Um, pointy. They're going to, he's going to be able to get his point across in a very friendly way, which I think is a good thing. It's great for McAfee because oh, he is just all over, like as if his show wasn't already really big. He's just yeah, getting how to make free it publicity. Mm. Like. <laughs> well, he's huge. had two big ones now with Rogers because of the, uh, yeah. the drafting of... Jordan Love, Jordan Love. He mm-hmm. came on straight away, and then the uh, it's this been one. gold. There's been another one actually up. as well. There's been another moment around Rogers where McAfee was like, the "I own you." No, no, no. Fans. Last season, and because they were like, oh, we didn't that. know if he was going to be on or something like that. And then two I minutes ago, you. he sent me a message saying, "Hey, can I come on?" And then, oh, that was the uh, that was after the NFC Championship game when he went off on the the that press conference it. at the end. Yeah, yeah, that that's what it. that was. Where he talked about that. He said, "I'm not sure. So, yeah, so, he, so who knows he's going to be here next year." Three huge hits. Why couldn't Brandon say some stuff like this? <laughs> Come on, Brandon. Have a game right now. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I still liked McAfee laughing at him when he said, uh, and I've taken advice from my now good friend Joe Rogan, and you can see McAfee just like yeah. hiding his laughter behind his, because he starts to smile and then he puts his hand over his mouth and that, that hmm, hmm, oh, interesting. But you can still see that he's kind of creasing up a bit about like, you're taking Joe Rogan's advice as a doctor? Like, what, what's going on here, Aaron? But um, Well, no, he's probably taking Joe Rogan's advice based on all the medical opinions that Joe Rogan has had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would trust I would trust Joe on that one because of how much stuff he talks and how many different people he speaks to. He gets all different viewpoints. Dr. Jazz, like Dr. Dr. Rogan. Yeah, these two. There's a lot, of, a lot of doctors together. that ain't yeah. real doctors here. <laughs> I tell you what's really good for um for uh, I almost said Brett Favre for Aaron Rodgers now is as you say Jazz the fact that Jordan, Jordan Love, Love is terrible and you look at that game and you think if Aaron Rodgers is quarterback quarterbacking that game like it's annoying for Green Bay fans that because of Rodgers not being that vaccinated easy. that then mm, he wasn't able to play and all that kind of stuff but if Rodgers is playing yeah that's that's an, that that's game a would have been forty two thirteen yeah yeah because yeah. that Chiefs how... defense is useless now yeah, I don't know but... how it's become so porous it's um it's crazy to think how underprepared he was like it's not like he is a rookie like he's had time to bed into that team the highlights and stuff yeah Mm. so i watched the full game because i had money on the packers to win and when they scored that touchdown i thought there's a backdoor chance this might happen here and then Mm -hmm. jordan love goes and stinks up the place for the two quarters preceding that touchdown throw every time he threw it and clearly didn't throw it in the right place or the one where he threw it towards Adams, but Tyron Matthew almost picked it and Adams mm-hmm. had to bat it out of his hand. Mm. When the receivers are coming back, they weren't looking at him. They are looking kind of up towards the sky like they just couldn't believe it. <laughs> he stood there listening to the call in his ear, looking at the, either the scoreboard or the time, but so disinterested and like he didn't understand how to make it better or he just didn't care. 
there was no signs of fight or or uh, desire to make anything better. That's, that's a bit harsh because you don't actually know. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I mean, what I'd say, Jazz, is you can look really silly by writing off quarterbacks after one game or a few games because they might turn out to be really good. But it was an awful start. A it was really terrible. awful start. And I'm sure Aaron Rodgers was probably, in a way, enjoying that. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. He's yeah. sat at home laughing <laughs> throughout yeah. that game. Yeah. But goes up to a good account to the end of the year. So I want to. We need to sign this player here. Oh no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, I'll leave, and you'll be stuck with Jordan. Do you want to do that? No, I don't. Uh, then do what I say, or I'm going. Do me a favor. Listen to me. Now I'm not going to. I don't. I'm not going to buy your. He looked disinterested. All that. Oh, we kind did. Of it's probably the first time under the lights. Me. Don't believe Listen me. Even... Go and watch the full game. Go watch the full game for the last. Watch the second half of the full game. And look at his reaction whenever he misplaces a pass horrifically. There's one I remember in particular. He throws it to Randall Cobb, and Randall Cobb is open and free, but he throws it at his shins. So Randall Cobb has to go down to his feet to pick it up and falls down because, well, he can't pick up the ball when it's at the floor and carry on running. And Randall Cobb walks back, looks a bit annoyed. Jordan Love, this is obviously this is an audio thing, so you can't see him, but he's just looking up at the camera, just looking like this. Not trying to figure out, not trying to say anything. It doesn't go into the huddle with a purpose. No, but like if he's got a guy no. in his ear and he's trying to concentrate, then he might be kind of doing that, right? You look up and you're kind of listening to because you've got that voice in your hand. You you don't know, Jazz, what's going it. on at that point. Yeah, I he think I think you're he coming into a little bit too harsh on the. He's got yeah, bad definitely. Attitude. It's one. It's you one. Uh... This kid just doesn't care about football quite clearly. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. more he was in a pre Mike White. Game. Pretty massive game against Yeah, we the all Kansas want to see Mike White. I'm back on board now. I think we've got a third uh, jersey for coming behind you, Jazz. For once that Eli Manning Mike White. jersey gets passed away. Yeah, we'll get you a nice little Mike White jersey. Oh, no, TJ's go. going up there once uh, Manning's gone. Whatever. Uh... Return to the Hall of Iron behind me, not Hall of Steel. Sorry, not this, uh, not this Joker here. But I, I think it's more just worrying that Green Bay have now had a really good look against uh, not very good defense statistically this year what Jordan Love can do and what Jordan yep. Love did was pretty mm-hmm. shit. It's like he's playing the 85 Bears. He wasn't. Yeah. Packers fans should be worried about Rodgers leaving at the end of this season, maybe. Really yeah. worried. And yeah. you've got to be even more worried in the fact that, like, I'm a big fan of the whole have a guy sit, learn, and then go mm-hmm. in. Well, this guy's been sitting and learning. Learning. And what are we seeing? Not learning, maybe. He's looking worse than most of the rookies that we've seen this year, to be honest. I mean, he was Zach Wilson bad. Although in defence of Jordan Love, which I know sounds stupid from everything I've just said, he didn't get a preseason last season because that was stopped. He played, I think, one snap or two snaps all of last year of live actual game action in the Mm. NFL. And he had a bit more of preseason this year. Granted, you get the reps of training, but that's never the same as in-game with the lights on mm-hmm. and players try to actually rip your head off rather than knowing, okay, well, if Preston Smith comes out of the edge, he's not going to try and kill me. Whereas, you know, Frank Clark does that. He's probably trying to kill you. Chris Jones comes around, probably trying to kill you. Different level of decision-making required. So I'll give him a pass on his lack of preparation based on he hasn't had as much game time as maybe he should do. However... He's had plenty of time to see how people prepare for games, how the offense runs. He's now having to learn a whole new offense this year. It's been the same one that he was drafted into last year. He's had a full full season to learn it and half a season to get ready for a game. So if you yeah. back up QB, your job is to be ready when called upon. That's also, what should be doing. From, from what you're saying, you know, just the kind of, you know, his, his demeanor. If, you, if, if you're playing badly, then at least you can be a leader on the field and bring some energy. Yeah, and it doesn't sound like he brought any of that either. So, no, yeah, not a good start. No, man. sir. We'll see. We'll see. And the special teams also killed them. Muffing a punt <laughs> and having the punt returner fall down, the ball just touches the end of his toe, and the Kansas City Chiefs recover it. It's just as you can't make that kind of stuff up. And having a field goal missed by Mason Crosby and one blocked, so they had special teams completely ruin their ability to win that game as well. So it wasn't just on Jordan Love. Pretty big a, portion of it was, though. Yeah, I think actually really what it comes down to is it, again, highlights the ineptitude of the Chiefs on both offense and defense at the weekend, to be honest. Yeah, I still haven't put my finger on why they're so bad this year. 
They've been found out. I've told I'm you. Still, like I'm still times. waiting. I'm waiting on them to flip the switch. It feels like at the end of the season they're going to be in the playoffs, and we're going to be maybe talking about them quite differently. They might um, not make it. But uh, yeah, I mean, they could. I mean, if they keep going like they are, then they probably won't, or they have to take that second wild card spot. But, but maybe the third With one, because like there's so many teams at five wins. Yeah. There's so many teams at five wins currently. If the the season ended today, I'm not sure if they make it. I don't think they do. Don't think close, but it's very close. It's, it's, it's within a game, but it's the... gonna, you know, I think they're going to be in the mix. I just think it seems weird to me that Patrick Mahomes isn't going to flick the switch at some point, and like the personnel hasn't changed that much. So it just and the coaching staff hasn't changed, so it just feels like maybe out. they could get into it. And I've seen like there are teams that can that kind of do that as well that you kind of that don't. I don't know. We've had years where the Steelers have been kind of up and down, but you've always kind of thought like, oh, they'll sort this out, they'll get it together, and then they kind of do. Or by the like end last of the year. year, they kind of don't. Yeah, or like the Seahawks like seem to be up and down, but then Russell Wilson seems to kind of pull them to the playoffs and they're always competitive. I don't know. It just feels like we could be talking about them very differently in like a few weeks. I think they've been they, found out. They wouldn't be in there at the moment if um, if the playoffs started today. It'd be the Bills, the Ravens, the Titans, the Chargers going through as the divisional winners, and then the Raiders, the Steelers, and the Patriots would be your seven. And you'd have the Titans as the number one seed. Mm. They nuts, have come good. So good. Lose Every week, the, I think they're going to lose as well. Yeah, you lose to the good. Jets. They lose. They lose their best player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're amazing. That was the most surprising result of how... Look, don't get me wrong. I am on a positive cash out with my Matt Stafford MVP bet at the moment. So I can get, uh, what, 50% Profit. plus my stake back. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're in a good position. 50% on my stake, sorry. So we're, we're in a good place with that. But the Titans being the AFC champions odds, they are shortening by the week. Shortening by the week. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they were awesome against the Rams last week. Well, their defense is coming alive, so they don't need Derrick Henry to get a hundred yards Pound a game. It. Yeah, it's amazing. And even like AJ, I like him. That that offense didn't do that much last week without Derrick Henry. Tannehill didn't put up like massive numbers or anything like that. No, just, Julio's still not in the passing game. Just does help. AJ Brown's not putting Pick up six big numbers. Really help though. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I they mean, really help. But and but that's surprising because that that Titans D was pretty poor the last few years on those runs through the playoffs that they've had i mean it was henry getting them out of jail every single time with second half running i think it was like do- almost yeah. double the yardage in the second half that he'd have in the first half of those playoff games or something like that as teams got tired now if they've actually got a defense that's starting to make big plays as well it's really good news for tennessee at the moment really good news just so we have to argue why was matt stafford throwing the ball out the end zone straight to a titan that not pick a, was pretty Not silly. an MVP move, that. No, it wasn't. He's definitely going to be. MVP. I want Matt Stafford to fail. Yeah, I bet you're loving that. What? What? Loving that one. <laughs> Come on now. Loving that. Just shut, shut up, Dave. You don't need to keep saying it. All right. <laughs> keep. He's certainly like, you know, top top three candidates at the moment. Halfway point. So you might well be right. How much money do you get again? What were the results? Uh, I think it's if, if I get the Titans the and the Rams in the Super Bowl, I get like 84 to 1, I think I was on. So. No, sorry, the MVP. Uh... Oh, uh, it's like 16 to 1, I think it was. With nice. So, yeah. Looking pretty yeah. good, Wilson. You put like a pound on it? Yeah, obviously. So you can cash out for £1.50? Yeah, basically. £1.50. Oh, all rough it. Well, that'll be, that'll be more bets than we've got all year. <laughs> I was so. going to say, it's doing hey, 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 Aside from the six-fold ones, I've won three trebles this year. I've won about 100 and no, 250 quid. So, yeah, we're going to change this to the the rebrand this podcast to the kick the field goal podcast where we put three bets on every week, the same number of points that you get for a field goal. We put three bets on it. We treble. Right. Okay. This is this an opportune time for me to tell you about this? Basically, what I'm rebranding. Yes, the rebranding. Let's say the rebranding, Dave. What are you rebranding, Dave? Nearly what you said. So I am now doing five um, teams or bets this week rather than six. Because we're no longer the the Pick Six podcast, we're the, the Return the Picks podcast. So I'm not bound by picking six games anymore, and I clearly can't do it. So I'm going to pick five this week, and then when I fail at that, I'm going to pick four, <laughs> and then when I fail at that, I'm going to pick three, 
until I fucking get a bet right or until I cry live on this podcast. Now go home uh, and get your fucking shine box. <laughs> Touch my uh, camera through the fence, Ollie. <laughs> I believe I believe Ollie's face there says what my face says, which is I think that's not really the I, the, the I, name of the game. I literally, not, I literally not put down here, I was like, Jazz is gonna hate this. Hey, I know, hey, 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 I was a hundred percent behind changing the idea of how many bets we had every week. I was told by Ollie, that's not what we do. I'm, this I'm is what we it. do. Shut up. So I'm I'm here towing the line. I'm scared of the overlord, Mr. Wilson. So and what he's going to do to my back if he... Uh, the good news is... Again, right? I'm is doing that... it. I'm moving down. At least I'm scaling it down, you know? There's a purpose to this, right? We're going five, we're going four, we're going three. We're going to get a bet, right? Or I'm going to be betting on just one team <laughs> by in five weeks' time. The thing is, you mm-hmm. bet on one team with a pound, you might as well just not put a bet on. Yeah, it's all about You're getting back the a favourite as well. You'll back a favourite yeah. for safety yeah. and it'll be the week the Jets and it'll be blow wrong. up somebody. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll bet on Tampa Bay and then someone yeah. will fuck them over. Oh my God, I'd like that. Yeah, so, so It'd be like betting on the Jags know, to beat the Bills. It's, it's, a, it's, a Dave, it's a Dave rebrand on betting. Well, we are, we are going to we'll rebrand this podcast actually because... Um, I'm You're really, back I really to have to say six. we've got a uh, no, no. We've we've got a, a new slot opening up actually to join Jazz and myself every week on the podcast. Oh, oh. so uh, if anybody <laughs> wants to get involved, you know, you don't like don't even worry about the microphone. Or yeah, picks. You know, All Yogi oh. did a great job the other week. I know some people was like, were like, oh, I really enjoyed listening to Yogi actually on the podcast. Yeah. That was really good. Oh, so, he was uh, good, was good, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he probably can. He could pick six. Yeah, he could definitely. Do we find out how his bet did? Hey, give me, give me two minutes. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. (laughs) He missed out by one. He was really annoyed. He was like, I'd have loved (laughs) if I'd just come in, done that, been the only one to get it. And I think it was. Well, not ever. We've had other winners. Don't let's let's not forget we have had you one a long time ago. Yeah, a while back. It's been a long time. We're like the COVID season didn't help. COVID season was difficult to pick stuff on. Come on. We're like the Browns midway through that. Uh, winless season right now we're like oh, maybe another win will come one day but i don't know when. Well, that's what i'm doing i'm trying to i'm bringing that win closer and then I'll, i can go back up to picking six but I, we need that win i'm bringing it down um I'm, maybe i'll take it back up mm. i mean i don't like it i'm not i'm not a fan no because it seems like it's, it's a, gonna flip-flop between like it's a dave two rebrand. and three most of the time you're gonna be doing this it's a dave rebrand also i definitely think you're just gonna end up with really poor odds which makes it even less exciting when you oh win. yeah my odds are terrible already yeah. but with, five, four to one? with like loads of uh loads of favorites all right let's hear let's hear your five before we get into rebranding anything else that you've got this week let's do the best oh, okay you want to you want to hear my bet already? yeah well we've talked okay. about the bet so much let's let's hear all your right. five and then I can up. then I know exactly Boy. where to delete it from the podcast <laughs> 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 And then I'll just insert a, Yeah, and Dave amazingly went with the exact same bet as me. So... <laughs> I think you're just going to cut me out of... Um, That's next thing. week. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I won't send out the Zoom link with uh, in the email to Shane. I won't That'll send it so to you. That'd be so brutal. <laughs> oh, Dave can't join us, Shane. Really sorry. Yeah, no, he can't. And then I'm just I'm messaging you guys like, oh, I like, haven't We're doing heard it. about the, the podcast. What time uh, are I'll you? leave it this week, Dave. It's okay. Oh, Shane's not... Shane's not coming. No, on. we had to we had to reschedule. Somebody couldn't make it, so. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I'll wait to hear from you. By the way, we've got Shane Vereen coming on next week. That's all booked in. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. if anybody wants to listen to the Super Bowl winner, former New England Patriot, talking to us uh, next week, I'll tell you what mine are quickly because um, I've got them ready to go. I've got the. I Jags. wonder if he's had a Scott check. Well, we're going to ask. We'll him. We're going to ask We're definitely going to ask him. Yeah, I've got the Jags to beat the spread at ten and a half against the Colts. I've got the Cowboys Ooh, to beat the spread at minus nine against the Falcons. I've got the Titans <sighs> to beat the spread against the Saints at minus three. I've got the Browns mm-hmm. to beat the spread at one point five against the Patriots. I've got the Bills to beat the spread against the Jets at twelve and a half, and I've got the Chargers to beat the spread at minus three against the Vikings, which is giving Ooh. me sixty to one. You got all spreads. Yeah, it's difficult. Look this at week. you. Look at when when in doubt, Jazz, spread him out. Yeah. I mean, I started off when we started off. Uh, what even is the spread? Um, explain the spread to d- me. Don't hey, explain it to me again. Me, I don't want to hear you again. tell me about and then, it. I'm not. And Jazz, now you're using the spread all the time. We're rebranding. Jazz, Ollie's rebranding. Nonsense. He's going all spread. Spread the picks. Spread that's the new. That's the new podcast. Oh, yeah, spread yeah, the picks. Spread the picks, baby. Because we're five like... picks, four picks, three picks, two picks, one pick. Dave, you shut your mouth. 
All right, do you want to hear mine then? Yeah, go on. Atlanta Falcons plus nine against the Cowboys. Cardinals to win against the Panthers. Kansas City to win against the Raiders. Baltimore minus seven and a half. And the Steelers minus eight and a half against the Lions. And that's going to waste you how much money? A pound, but how much are you going to win if that pound wins? Fifteen pounds, big ones. Wow. 15 okay. Big ones. So I see what you've done there, Dave, and I'm going to times those odds by ten. Oh, Jeff. I have. I've gone. I've I, again. There's some difficult this games to pick this, this week, so I thought I'd just pick some underdogs again because they last week. If you picked six underdogs that won, you'd have obviously won, of course. But there's six teams that win most weeks that are underdogs. So I've taken the Browns to beat the Patriots because. Mac Jones ain't shit. The Eagles will beat the Broncos because the Broncos beat down the Cowboys, but the Broncos are going to get ahead of themselves thinking they're very good, but they're not. Mm-hmm. The Raiders will beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs are terrible. Fair. Titans will beat the Saints. Don't trust Trevor Simeon. The, Cow- the Cowboys will not cover the spread against the Falcons, so I've got the Falcons plus nine. Nice. And I flip-flopped on this last one between going for the spread or just going outright winner, but I took the Jags to beat the Colts. Ooh. And that got me 159 to one. Oh, I liked it until the last one, you know. I was kind of yeah, with you. I was like, oh, that's a nice bet. But that was, was the one that around. jacked it up. Yeah, I looked for a long and hard on that one. I thought, fuck it. That probably took you from like 80 to 159. <laughs> it, went, it went pretty skyrocketing. So I've got I've got five pounds on that. So if that returns 800 pounds, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? That would be nice. Very nice, nice. nice. Right, hey, for Thanksgiving dinner there, Ollie. Yeah, we'll get the, uh, we'll get the, we'll get some higher grub than bin. Five. Right, Dave, let's talk some rebrands. <laughs> uh, five. Let's find some bad that. teams in I'll the NFL you, that need to I'll give to you have... one. I'll give you one, and then you give me one, Ollie, okay. if you've got some as well, huh? Yeah. Okay. Let's start with, recently in the news quite a lot. We don't need to go into too much detail about it. But the Raiders, instead oh, no. of... Uh, of... <laughs> Instead of going oh, old no. school, no, I'm not getting. I'm not going with mm. Dang. Don't worry too much. Don't worry too much. Sorry, right. we're not going to get dicey. minutes. Went to cut. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Yep. Raiders. The, the Raiders desperately need a rebrand. Okay. They keep signing players with behavioural problems. We'll leave it at that. They had a coach from the '90s until recently who left for reasons we all know about. And they've still got a GM hanging around who's a 63-year-old draft expert. So I'm talking about moving the Raiders from the old school to the new school. And we're going to have to find a way of changing them entirely. Um, I'm thinking, I'm looking at the Rams, and I feel like they're going to piggyback off the Rams. And apparently, in parts of England, a baby Ram is called a tup. T-U-P. So we're going to have the Tupping Raiders. Well, no, it'd be the Las Vegas Tupps. Yeah. Okay. I've got Tupping down here because that's what they do in mating season. <laughs> um, so it's like the, <laughs> the fucking Raiders. Um, I thought it might be, uh, you know, more interesting. So that's my rebrand for the Raiders. Okay. They're going, they're going new school. They're going baby ram. With Yeah, baby rams, and they're going to hire... Young coach, young They're GM, full of spunk, and get some cool young players in. Okay, I like that. Yeah. I, like I do that. quite like that as well. I had no idea where that was going. Yeah, thank you. That was a long path. I'm not to sure it. that I did, to be honest. <laughs> I enjoyed it in the end when I when I started thinking about it. So, my first rebrand is right. I want you to imagine that Seattle Seahawks helmet. Okay, the really uh-huh, nice yeah. blue that it's got. Yeah, and I want uh-huh. you to take that. Yeah. That quite bland gray seahawk head off that we're, we're, we're getting rid of the seahawk obviously that's gone uh-huh. and instead yep. now everybody knows that if you're a, a, a proper british fate or something like that you've got the morris dancing pole with the morris dancers going around and there's always a bit of music and stuff but there is always at some of these things that you get in the uk there's that dick who is there with a big drum on his back. He's got a harmonica in his hands. He's got a harpsichord. Uh, what do you call it? No. Um, yeah, harmonica, sorry, in his mouth. He's got a harpsichord in his hands. He's trying to play the guitar at the same time. He's got bells on his feet. He's basically just an absolute one-man band. Now, I want you to take all of those 
instruments and place them on an image of Pete Carroll. And that's yep. going to be the Seattle Seahawks new logo on the side of their helmet as the Seattle one man bands, because they've realized that without Russell Wilson, that team has absolutely nothing at this point. And Pete Carroll has realized this as well. And it's going to force him into early retirement. And he's okay. just going to be a man walking around that stadium every Sunday as the mascot with every time he moves his left leg, his big drum goes boom. And every time he <laughs> moves his right leg, the symbol goes boom. So he's just going boom, 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 around the place as he tries to play a harmonica. And that is the Seattle Seahawks at the moment because they are thoroughly disappointing and so far from being a team, a legion of boom. And they have some pieces to put together, but they need that one person to bring it all together on offense. And that is Russell Wilson. You got to let him cook. It feels like you've used this segment to take major shots at the Seahawks. That's what it feels like. Which is which is fun, and I, I and I do I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. Yeah, and the idea of Pete Carroll walking around as a kind of one man like Umpa band mm. um, is humorous to me. I would enjoy that. Much He'd probably more. really enjoy it as well. He'd love it. Yeah, he's full of energy, so he yeah. would be the right person for that. I think yeah. you'd be like you'd you'd think, okay, we've got to call him in. We've got to have a difficult conversation with Pete about him being the new mascot as well as like everything else. And then you'd be like, oh, like Pete, I know, you know, it's a big ask given everything else you're doing uh, to do this. Like, I don't know what your reaction is. And he's just like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, fine, I'll do yeah, it. Yeah. Cool. It's like a yeah. massive Labrador. Just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me the, give me the symbol. Yeah. Yeah. I'll strap it on my leg. We're going. Well, this isn't just to have a shot at Seattle. Um, <laughs> Sounds like it. Got a number of shots I'd like to line up actually if that All right, let me let me do one then. And then and then we'll come back to you. So the Falcons. Everybody knows 28-3. Okay. You watch the NFL the last few years, you know that it's the worst loss in Super Bowl history. Okay. It's always brought up anytime the Falcons uh, lose a tight game and they try and do that weekly by blowing leads. They did it last week almost blew a lead against the Saints when they were yep. 24 to six up in the fourth quarter. So they need a rebrand, okay? So they need to flip the narrative and become the come-from-behind team. They need to have so many mm. epic comebacks that they can achieve this. So Arthur Smith needs to get the team to a place where they're good enough that they can come from 20 points behind at least every week to win for a whole season. And then they'll become the Atlanta under dogs. And then you need to spell it, you know, like they would. Um, and we're going to change everything. I mean, the, the whole thing's changing. And it's all about the dogs. We're taking it. So you're going to create a new dog pound and steal yeah. that from Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. That but that's not their name. They, that's just like a nickname. We're taking that. That's ours now. The Atlanta underdogs. And they're going to win every game from coming from behind. And if they don't win coming from behind, they don't win. And they, so they, they basically like need to get to a level where they can let the other team score 20 points and then come back and win. That's they, they're not interested in winning otherwise. <laughs> That's it. Cause they're, they're going to change the narrative. And what do you think? And if they lose, it doesn't matter because they're the underdogs Nobody was hey, baby, expecting them to win anyway. Underdogs, baby. What are you gonna do? Yeah, no. what are you gonna do, man? Okay. I mean, I mean, when you, you started are... saying about coming from behind, I thought that was going somewhere very yeah, different. This really is why, I'm, this is, for the underdogs. record, this is the reason why I'm not giving any suggestions because mine are all far too not safe for work or publication. Yeah, this sounds everyone. like it. Yeah. This sounds like it. Okay. All right, I might tell you later what. When you started that, I had an idea of what you could have gone with instead. I'll tell you that later off air. Okay. Well, off recording. If you're taking the dog pound. From Cleveland. Yeah, I'm taking it. I'm doing it. We're basically dismantling the identity of the Cleveland Browns right now. And I tell Somewhat. you what, I've got a really good place that some of that identity can go. Because uh -oh. I know a place where there's a young quarterback that a lot of people are raving about and are hoping are going to re revamp a struggling franchise that really hasn't had very much to shout about for a long okay. period of time now. And they haven't got it right for a long time. And maybe you're doubting the coaching there and the decision making's going on with personnel and how they're going to dig themselves out of this pretty awful hole that they find themselves in, in the NFC North. So I am going to rebrand 
the Chicago Bears as the Chicago Browns because much like the Cleveland Browns, they have a young quarterback right now that isn't going to be able to turn their franchise around completely despite Uh however much they think they can do it and they're still going to be stuck being so near and yet so far because I do not believe in Justin Fields. I do not believe in the Chicago organization and I still don't believe that Cleveland are anywhere closer enough to be able to be considered as having completely turned it around from that own. This is you've managed either. to take two like you've managed to take out two teams at once with <laughs> this, this this rebrand and like in you've taken this exercise as a com- in a completely different direction to me. Yeah. I'm trying to improve <laughs> these teams and make things better for them and you're, an assassination trying, to, piece. you're trying yeah it is it's a hit job <laughs> yeah. that Ollie's doing it and I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I have no problem with it. I mean, I'd just like to clarify, by the way, that for the Washington football team, there is no need to rebrand them because we just all need to still just step away. Just step away from everything that's going on. Oh, the, the joke there is you make, oh, we should rebrand the Washington football team. You know what they should do? That colour of the helmet is a really nice colour red. You know what's also a really good colour red? Native Indians. They should go back to being, that's how you make a silly <laughs> oh joke about that. Oh, my God. So you're saying they should rebrand back. If you're making a silly people. joke about the exercise, that's how you rebrand to make a stupid joke. <laughs> this out is why you can't talk. Not, this is why I can't talk. allowed yeah. in this yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. That's why I'm not allowed nice things. Okay. But that uh, wouldn't say it seriously. All right, okay. Right, you, you're going to like this one, are these? about the Eagles. Oh, good. <laughs> You're not going to like it. <laughs> okay, so I suggest that the Eagles, as part of their rebranding attempt, move City entirely. And it's because what's the worst thing about the Eagles that makes people not warm to them? It's the fans. Horrible fans <laughs> who boo everything, including Father Christmas. Good. So, hey, what's solution... Father done for me lately? Solution, Jazz... We're going to move to a nice place with nice people who are going to cheer it. They're going to bring their family along, going to have a nice game. Things are going to be great. Friendliest city in America (laughs) voted in 2020, Greenville, South Carolina. Charlotte is in North Carolina, so we're not going to mess around with that too much. We're going to take South Carolina for the Eagles, and they're going to be the South Carolina Eagles. And then everybody in Philadelphia will implode and they will burn that city to the ground. And I don't give a fuck. <laughs> a real test of that I city of brotherly love, wouldn't it? I, yeah, I really don't like that at all. You're not, you don't, you're not into that. But no, you can not... still, you don't live in Philadelphia. You're fine. UK resident, you'll be like, oh, yeah, Eagles. Yeah, but oh, yeah, I'm Ollie. I can get like loads of new merch and I get like 80 new hats and shit. I do like you hats. Know. That's, yeah, that's And they go back to the old school colors, maybe. Come on, Ollie, getting bored. We're going going to South Carolina, baby. We're taking it. I like the edge. (laughs) I also feel, though, like South Carolina could potentially have more of an edge, just not the same kind of edge that Philadelphia has. Like, that could be more like pitchforks. Friendliest place in America. How how big is that place, though, Voted voted for by the people. How big is that place? By the person. It's like a town of like Probably 35,000, but, you know, (laughs) like whatever man come on give the people what they want they'll sell out that stadium they'll bring in you know all the little villages around they'll bring them in you know good farming good people you know (laughs) so good farming good you know how new york city is a pretty cosmopolitan place there's a lot of cultures in new york city and i i just feel that that the jets doesn't appeal to enough people in that city okay I just don't think it really works considering what they're trying to do. This is is problematic. And I don't see, I still don't see much hope for them. They're a losing team that continue to lose. They lose pretty effectively. And despite the great work of Mike White in the last two weeks when he's been healthy enough to play, I don't see an end in sight at the moment. Kind of hapless, no real chance whatsoever. At this point, I think they're done. Oh, they're they're in a full rebuild, aren't they? If you were, Sorry. no, I think you, Ollie's talking about like de- destroying them entirely and salting the earth. I think. I think their oh. gooses their goose has been cooked, so to speak. Let's move them to Philly because the Eagles will not be there. <laughs> they will be in South Carolina. And I feel that maybe not their goose has been cooked, but have you ever walked around New York and you know you go down to a nice area like like Chinatown and and some of those shops they have the 
duck hanging up in the window. Mm-hmm. Mm. Delicious. So they're yeah. mm-hmm. gonna be they're they're over as well. Those ducks, they're not going anywhere. They oh, are right. an absolute okay. duck. They're, nothing's happening. So the New York Jets are gonna be rebranded to the New York Hanging Ducks. <laughs> not the ducks, the hanging. The ducks. hanging ducks, like hanging peaking ducks. As, yeah. Yeah, hanging right. peaking duck because, and that's gonna be it's gonna be a skin duck on the side of their helmet, just oh, hanging there. And <laughs> because what's the mascot gonna be? <laughs> I mean, a skin duck. It's not gonna be good for kids. A duck pancake roll, <laughs> like a featherless, a featherless. It's duck a featherless, bleeding. headless duck wandering around the sides of God, MetLife. That's horrific. Yeah, uh, because. Because their goose is cooked, they're throwing up ducks all over the place in the passing game. They still don't have a quarterback for the future. They haven't got a, a, an attitude in that locker room. They haven't got a, a hope in hell. They've got more hope, <laughs> less hope than one of those hanging ducks does at the moment. And that is slowly taking down another so team. The, the just New York Jets dynamiting them. No longer anymore. The New York hanging ducks. Does that not tarnish? I like it, by the way. I really like it. I like how dark you went with it. Really good. Um, Does it not affect your love for the Oregon Ducks a little bit? Like that they're kind of tarnishing them? No, because I think it shows the Oregon Ducks at the moment are like ranked three in the country as well in college football. So it shows Uh like if you weren't, if you were a good duck, be like one of the top college teams in the country. You can be called the Ducks. Instead, you're one of the worst teams in the NFL. You're a hanging duck. Your time and everybody, everybody, you have to go out your way with this rebrand to make sure that it's the hanging ducks. It doesn't get just like, oh, the ducks. No, no, no. Yeah, it's the hang- like, that's it why to you be need to have it, a skinless hanging right. duck on yeah. the helmet. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty and maybe, graphic. Maybe the field goal is bar. Graphic. Yeah. Has this is like, not a vegetarian segment. Whitney is not going to like this. The no. field goal bar. Unless she likes peaking ducks, she might like it then. Ten ducks. I, I think that she's it. a vegetarian or a vegan, given her response. Well, to no, because I mean, I, I've I never heard such a response to Haggis. Oh, I have, hundred percent. I used to think it sounded disgusting too. I tried it. I was like, it's delicious. Okay. So, I can see it being a meat eater. We'll see what Whitney thinks about the hanging ducks when she next. Yeah, we'll up. we'll pitch it, shall we? And the yeah, the we'll grease is hanging off the ducks that are hanging on the um the field goal bar. So it's all greasy in the back of the end zone. It's just not a nice place to be right now, which again, I think sums up the New York Jets pretty nicely, if uh, if I'm honest. <laughs> such, a, such a great exercise. <laughs> I guess I, I just I guess I did go after the Eagles pretty hard there. So uh, I'm I'm part of this as well. The it's only, not all positive. The only other one I've got at the moment is the Detroit Lions. So you know uh-huh. how yeah. Ohio State have the beautiful uh, O logo yeah. it's used in a number of places well they're the detroit o's because a that's the number of wins they're going to get most seasons oh. <laughs> and b it, yeah, yeah everybody goes oh, oh when they realize they're in detroit oh, and they're part of the lions team so they're the detroit o's as in oh no oh no <laughs> i like that one a lot yeah that's uh that's what i've got that's all i've got i'm afraid that's great i enjoyed those a lot yeah. Have you got any jazz or any you want to you throw that have come to none, mind? None that I can really repeat. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Oh, the one I can come to repeat was the, the Kansas City Karma because they're doing so crap this year because the football gods have finally caught up with them after the uh, Jackson Mahomes and the fiance. Uh, Kansas was one more. TikToks. All right. I like that. I was going to call That's them all I can think of. The Kansas City TikToks because at the moment they're playing. <laughs> well, there they're you like, go. They're playing like so a we bunch had a of similar TikToks thing. and yeah. the TikTok page of Patrick Mahomes' brother is probably more successful than the Kansas City Chiefs are right now on the football field. But remember, you can't beat him. He's the best. <sighs> Not anymore. Any chance on Thursday night football for the Dolphins against Baltimore? Just weird nope. still this season. It's still it still could happen because we've seen upsets all the way through every week. Yeah. But you just I mean, you can't see two are doing it. I mean the Ravens only won last week with a massive comeback in the fourth quarter. Mm. They made heavy work of who they were playing. Who are they playing in? The Vikings. That's it. Heavy work of that. I just can't imagine them scoring under twenty. And the Dolphins scoring much over twenty, so the it Dolphins seems D very is unlikely. Not bad. Yeah, What's the over and under on it? What's the spread enough. on it? That's is it a, seven. That's the trouble. The offense just seven isn't, or ten isn't yeah. good enough on that um, on that Dolphins team to compete. And the Ravens know. can actually go into 
they can still put up points as an offense. Like Lamar hasn't been completely found out yet or anything like that. Um, seven and a half is the spread. <laughs> Jazz, I just saw the message you sent. <laughs> How funny was that? That's amazing. It's an incomplete fracture for Sam Darnold. Comment underneath. This man can't even complete a fracture. <laughs> That's so funny. I thought it was your boy. By the way, he is done. That guy's not a starter in the NFL anymore. No, I don't see that guy anymore. I don't know. I think you've got to give him the rest of the season to find out. Oh, yeah. Let's give him more chances to prove Who would you, who would you start right now? Mike White or Sam Darnold for the Carolina? Mike White. Yeah, okay. I want to see. Everybody wants to see Mike White. I start Mike White over Big Ben. Yeah. Over Matt Ryan. I wouldn't start him over Jaylen Matt Hurts. Ryan. Offensive player of the week, NFC. Yeah. Matty Ice it's is like, uh, <laughs> It's just like, Victoria Silva's dead. Playmate <laughs> of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that subconsciously that's what I was going for. Until, Without, until the end I of the week. If I, I mean, if, yeah, if I hear Matt Ryan out of your mouth or through a text at all until Sunday, I you have to put Matt Ryan brackets yeah. offensive player of the week. <laughs> NFC. Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we're playing at now, Matty. No more MVP runs. Just, <laughs> just player of the week runs. He is playing legit, though, Matt Ryan. Check out the Falcons. You get a chance. He or don't and enjoy high. your life more. Yeah, or check out the Atlanta dogs. Comeback dogs. Yeah. I still don't get the steam thing. You had a really good thing with like Samuel L. Jackson and the Dirty Birds and the intro and stuff. And then it was like, the Atlanta train tracks. Oh yeah, what running, was that? Uh, oh, that was weird. My, that makes my dog idea looks even better, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, very at the moment, different. The brand of that team has nothing. Yeah, but, plus that noise when we watched them live was terrible. Mm-hmm. The screeching. Yeah, that was annoying. The first down noise. Oh, I imagine that. again, like we said before, though, if you if you're in the home crowd and the home stadium, and there was. 80,000 fans cheering at the sound of that is probably great because it makes you just hyped up some more. But when you've got people booing around you left, right, and center, and everyone complaining about it, as, oh, I, as I Brits would do. I could have fought all of those guys. I hated them so bad. Jazz, they were kids, Dave. They I've were got, kids. I got hate in my heart. Well, yeah, they were even, kids. Well, they're going to be even easier to beat up than Jazz, aren't they? <laughs> Give me a break. Rip that Saints jersey off. Oh, my favorite thing they said though was when they had the make noise get loud on the screen, they were just yeah. shouting it out. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Make noise, get loud. That was it. I, that was and win. it. Yeah, <laughs> in fairness, that does seem like something that you and Benji would do after like six beers, Dave, when you see what? that on a big screen. Well, if fight it wasn't kids. a Falcons game, oh, okay. no, no, make noise, <laughs> get loud, make noise, get loud. I could see you doing that. Yeah, I mean, it sounds better like when you say it like that. Yeah, maybe I'll start doing that. <laughs> yeah, kids had a good idea actually. Oh, More of an get idea. Get some fight milk. Fight milk. <laughs> fight some kids. Shout some meaningless logos. Yeah. What were any of your ones then, Jess? I've stopped recording, by the way. So yeah. So yeah, when Dave good, started talking good, about coming from behind, point. I was just going to go with the Atlanta Johnny Sins because he always delivers. He's always hard, and he's always ready to come right when he needs to. <laughs> The New York Jets, there's so many fucking Twin Tower references yeah. and stupid things. Well, when you said Jets, I was like, oh. That's where I thought I was, I was yeah, I was, I was taking a step back with that one.